This is the Daily Detail, powered by 1819 News, Honest News. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. The voice of Alabama values. Alabama. Unbelievable people. And now, here is Andrea Tice. U.S. Senators Tommy Tuberville and Katie Britt have joined with dozens of other members of Congress in urging the Environmental Protection Agency to comply with a court ruling from the Eighth Circuit Court regarding a certain pesticide. That court ruled that chlorpyrifos is a necessary agricultural product in protecting the next crop. Chlorpyrifos has been used since 1965 by soybean and cotton farmers. A legal battle first started regarding the pesticide within the Obama administration's EPA, and since then, that legal battle has been ongoing for several years, obviously. The Eighth Circuit Court struck down the EPA's latest decision to revoke the use of chlorpyrifos. The court ruled that the EPA was being arbitrary and capricious. The court also noted that before the EPA's 2021 ban, the use of pesticides by the farmers did pass several safety reviews and that the EPA even acknowledged those reviews as legitimate. State lawmaker Susan DeBose is hosting an event in Montgomery for young women. DeBose will be part of the Girls' Day at the Capitol on December 18th. The event is to encourage young women to get involved in state government, and it's open to girls in K-12th through grade schools here in Alabama. Also co-hosting with DeBose will be Elena Burt. She is this year's winner of the Miss Alabama Teen Competition. Those who attend the Girls' Day at the Capitol will be given a tour of the Capitol building as well as the governor's mansion, and they will meet with elected female officials. DeBose says that women bring a unique perspective and different set of initiatives, issues, and priorities to public service positions. A commission has been created here in the state of Alabama to help grandparents who are now raising their grandchildren. This commission will be holding 12 public hearings during the month of December to hear how they can best help families who are experiencing this home dynamic. Emails are also welcomed at grands at alhouse.gov. The commission may even offer legislation in the future that would help grandparents that are in this situation. The U.S. Census Bureau has data showing that 230,000 children within the U.S. are living with at least 60,000 family members other than their direct parents. The Mobile City Council will be meeting tonight to vote on a policy regarding police body camera footage and its release to the public. The policy change will create a disclosure process for those videos in order to be more transparent. The ordinance would require a written statement of reason coming from the police department as to why the video cannot be disclosed once a request is made for that video. Current law already keeps those videos from being released if a grand jury investigation is underway or an active criminal investigation. Speaking of police body camera footage, the Decatur police chief has now reviewed the internal investigation involving the shooting death of Stephen Perkins on September 29th. Now police chief Todd Pinion acknowledges that the police officers who shot Perkins violated department policy in that confrontation. Perkins was in a dispute with a tow truck driver over the repossession of his vehicle. Police originally said that 39-year-old Perkins pulled a gun on the tow truck driver and then threatened police with that gun. However, Chief Pinion is now talking about disciplinary action against those officers without detailing exactly what happened in this case. The officers involved in the shooting are currently on administrative leave, and there's been no release of the body camera footage. Perkins' family maintains that the payments on the vehicle were up to date and that the whole repossession was an error, and neighbors maintain that Perkins was not aware that officers were approaching him before they opened fire on him. Honda Auto Company issues a recall of 250,000 vehicles due to faulty bearings and the risk of a stalled engine and subsequent crash. The recall involves the 2018 to 2019 Honda Pilot SUVs, Odyssey minivans, and some of their Ridgeline pickup trucks. The automaker has 
seen almost 1,500 warranty claims regarding this issue come in, but with no reports of injury. Honda dealers will inspect the vehicle for this fault in the connecting rod bearings, and they will make the necessary repairs or replacement. For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. In national news, Joe Biden turned 81 years old on Monday, and his aging state of mind is very obvious. Biden was at a naval station in Norfolk, Virginia, with military families when he spotted a six-year-old girl sitting at a nearby table. She was wearing a girly headband that created cat ears. Thank you, thank you. And I love your ears. I love them. They're really cool. What's your name? Catherine. Catherine, what a beautiful name. That's my mommy's name. Well, nice to see. How old are you, 17? Six. In contrasting behavior that cannot be denied except by those who are stubbornly delusional, (laughs) Donald Trump spent the weekend in Texas at the border serving a Thanksgiving dinner to law enforcement officers and Border Patrol agents who are taking part in Operation Lone Star to secure that state's border. Trump also released a doctor's report this past Monday from his own personal physician, Bruce Ehrenwald. The letter from Dr. Ehrenwald and the Morristown Medical Group stated that they had conducted several comprehensive examinations of Donald Trump starting this past September and that the results for Trump give him an overall health of excellent that is well within normal range. They also noted that his cognitive exams were exceptional, cardiovascular studies normal, and cancer screenings negative. Not only that, Trump has lost some weight through an improved diet and physical activity. Recently, Louisiana Senator John Kennedy was asked about the whole border crisis and how Biden is handling it, and this was his reply on Fox News. The American people may be poorer under President Biden, but they're not stupid. They see an open border. Uh, they, 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 uh, they experience inflation. They see the rampant crime. The American people look around and see the world on fire. Um, the war in Ukraine, the war in the Middle East, um, the, the, the embers smoldering in China, and they have concluded that um, fair or unfair, Martha, I'm not saying that this is accurate, but I, I can read a poll, and the American people have concluded that President Biden um, is, uh, is old and he needs soup in an early bedtime, and they have concluded that Vice President Harris is not capable um, that that uh, when her IQ gets to 75, she should should sell. Uh, again, I'm not saying that's fair or accurate, but that's what that's a conclusion today that the American people have reached. Well, we pretty- a federal appeals court is likely to grant a request from Donald Trump for a gag order to be lifted on the case that's being brought against him by Special Counsel Jack Smith. The lawyers for Trump have been challenging the judge's decision to place that gag on Trump keeping him from talking about Jack Smith, the staff, or any of the court proceedings. The judge in this case is Tanya Chutkin. Two of the three judges on the appeals panel have already commented on Chutkin's gag order, saying it's either too broad or simply not fair and could be used against Trump during the presidential debate. Well, the Federal Communication Commission went ahead with a vote that pushes forward the Biden agenda on diversity, equity, and inclusion being applied to the Internet. Several Senate Republicans issued warnings to the FCC that this was not a beneficial move for broadband investments or broadband providers. However, FCC Chair Jessica Rosenworcel voted to enact the digital equity policy. 
Texas Senator Ted Cruz says there's little evidence that discrimination is occurring within the telecommunication companies that would justify this type of control exercised by the FCC. The National Cable and Telecommunications Association has already issued a statement following the approval of this DEI policy, calling it potentially unlawful. They say that the FCC is seeking expansive new authority over virtually every aspect of the broadband marketplace. Brendan Carr is an FCC commissioner who is also not in favor of this new policy. Carr says it opens up the agency to litigation and it's really not about discrimination, but a power grab. The Attorney General for Texas, Ken Paxton, announces an investigation into David Brock and Media Matters just a day or so after the CEO of ex-social media platform Elon Musk accused the group of manipulating data and misleading advertisers in order to cause them to withdraw advertising dollars from the X platform. Paxson is looking into fraudulent activity from Media Matters, calling it a potential deception from radical left-wing organizations who want nothing more than to limit freedom of participation in the public square. Paxson says that according to Texas state law, a nonprofit organization like Media Matters can be vigorously sued if they commit fraudulent acts. Musk brought the ire of many left-wing groups when he stated that the X platform will remove any genocidal statements from any group, including those that use the euphemisms from Hamas terrorists that signal a desire to see Israel eliminated as a country. An actual biological woman was named Miss Universe for 2023. This is a different development compared to last year when a transgender was given the title of Miss Universe. This year, Miss Nicaragua, Shanice Palacios, was given the crown on Saturday in El Salvador. Another biological female contestant from Thailand was the runner-up. You're listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News. If you are enjoying The Daily Detail and want to make sure that these reports come up easily on your smartphone, then be sure to hit the subscribe or follow button on whatever podcasting app you are using. It's usually on the main page of The Daily Detail. That could be on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbeam, or some other app. And also be sure to visit 1819 News for more reliable, up-to-date information on what's going on around here in Alabama. You can also join 1819 News by becoming a member, which will get you exclusive content as well as 1819 merchandise. You can visit 1819news.com backslash membership to learn more. I'm Andrea Tice. I'll be back again tomorrow. I look forward to updating you then. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. Alabama. Of Alabama. This has been The Daily Detail. For more up-to-date news, go to 1819news.com, where you'll find honest news and Alabama values.